Hello all, this is Blonde Haired Girl, and this is a morning podcast. I hardly, I don't think I've ever done a podcast in the morning. <laughs> I had actually done one last night and I erased it. Um, and it was on this, it was on this very topic. It was on the topic of the power of suggestion and how powerful suggestion is. And these times are really, really, really trying times. I, I have been going through this season, what I would call like a season or possibly a storm or we're in, we're river rafting in the sea of life and we've come to a rough spot. For some, they would might be angry with me because it's more than a rough spot because our loved ones are passing into the next life. But I have a different take on that. Not to say that I don't get incredibly sad when people pass out of their bodies. Um, I recently, very recently, a young man in my community had passed away in a car accident and yesterday, I was feeling very weepy about it. I didn't know him very well, but I knew his family pretty well. And I had gone to see him play concerts. He was a musician, a really, really fine young man, a fine, such a sweet man. And um, and I just rack my brain to try to figure out why he left his body, but there's no point in me doing that because I'm, it's not for me to even know why he would, but that he has and the acceptance of that. But as a global, there's many of us who are, are just in this stream, just floating along and trying to navigate our way through this. This ocean of information it is constantly um, coming toward us, you know, whether we want to hear about it or not. You know, I had gone to, I don't know what store it was, and it was actually weeks ago. I think it may have been Walmart. I'm not sure. I don't go into Walmart very much, <laughs> but I may have had to for something. And there were people with masks. There were people walking around with masks. And I <clears throat> was incredibly resistant to that. Um, and so it, it's really challenging to even leave the house without a reminder that we could indeed catch a supposedly deadly illness. And it is really, really a balancing act between it's just a little flu bug to you could die from this. And trying to navigate that. Um, and then actually this feeling of just sort of sitting there just waiting to get it. It's sort of like, like <laughs> being kind of this is sort of ridiculous, but like on death row, you know, I mean, am I going to die? Am I going to catch this thing and die? You know, and then just, okay, well, just let's just get it over with then. 
I mean, if, if it's inevitable, then let's just get it over with. Um, but I have been one of the ones that has been, I have been cautiously optimistic throughout this and I have self-isolated. I typically only leave the house to get essential things like food, food. And even in that, I can tell you, and most of the grocery stores in my town, I have not looked in all of them, but in most of the grocery stores in my town, there is no pasta. The pasta is categorically gone. Not even my, I call it my Mexican pasta, because I make these, this little dish for my children called sopa, and I can't make them sopa because I don't have any more sopa um, pasta. I think it comes directly from Mexico. I had a, a woman in my life who was uh, was Mexican, and she was like a mother-in-law to me, <laughs> and she taught me how to make Mexican food and sopa. Yummy. Anyway, so I'm 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 going through this and self-isolating. I had popped over to the school I work at, I think one time, two times, mostly. I've been working remotely and every day I'm working toward yesterday we had our first Zoom meeting. That was so much fun. And I have to keep it down to 30 minutes, which if anybody who's a teacher should note that it is very challenging to keep a lesson down to 20 minutes, 30 minutes. I mean, like, like, okay, so we have 15 minutes for, for reading, I mean, for writing, and we have 15 minutes for math. And that's not very long to teach anything. So, but I think the bigger point is, is that the children are able to see each other. They were so happy to see each other. And I was so happy to see them and their parents. Their parents were in, were there as well. And I was so happy to see their parents and everybody looked well and happy. And it was just a nice, nice, nice gathering. And so I will be having that at least two days a week. I'm hoping I actually would like to be doing it daily. And I'm going to see, and, and the students don't have to attend daily, but I, I would like to offer it daily, um, these lessons. But, um, and that is another thing that I am grappling with in this time is content and putting out content because that's what I do. I I am a I guess I'm a content creator and I create ideas and talk about them and I put them out there in a YouTube. Um I also put them out there in my on my Instagram and my podcasts. And I've realized this week that I really, really, (laughs) I guess I would consider myself like a minister. If I were to like go, okay, and define what am I, I, I'm like a minister. I, I consider myself somebody that would be giving advice basically on how to have a happy life, but some kind of connection with God. I call it God. Some people call it source. What, you know, people call it different things, but I call it God. And 
but I'm sitting here and I'm just going to wait. I'm just putting that out there and I'm just going to wait and see what comes to me. Having really come to an identification as to if you were to put me in a category, I believe that would be the category I would be in. So I'm trying to put out this content and I typically meditate between like one and three at night, not the entire time. Like I I say that people, oh, you meditate for two hours? Well, no. I wake up sometime between one and three typically and I, I put my timer off for 20 minutes and I meditate. And during this time, I had decided that I was going to go live on my Instagram and share because I believe that there is power in numbers. And and um, yesterday, um, I had really, really, really kind of, kind of fallen into the water. I mean, I feel like we've all been sort of treading water in this time, and I sort of fell in, and I started to feel like fevery. I started to feel like, well, not fevery, but like these chills all over my body like my legs, my, uh, I was just feeling really chilly and I hopped under my covers and, and, um, and I was like, Oh crap, did I get this thing? And, (laughs) and so I feel like I, I maybe like fell out of alignment, you know, with my own well being, (laughs) but Last night when I went to, I I had woken up at about 3.30 and I went to do my lives and no one was there. And so I was, I was starting to, I was trying to figure out, okay, so do I go ahead and do the meditation? Do I not? Do I, do I not? Why am I doing this? Um, does it matter to me if anyone is there? Should it matter to me? I mean, I would still meditate even if no one was there. Um, however, in a situation like last night, it probably would have been better for me to just sleep for my own well-being. But it's, it's, it's really, really a balancing act right now. Like I, I, and there, there's this, like in the spiritual community, or I don't even know what you want to call it, but in the community of people who around me who we talk about this thing called the ego. We talk about this this thing called the ego and like are you coming from ego or or spirit and and enlightenment is death of the ego and all this ego talk. And then somebody like me who can be, I wouldn't say always, but you know, then I become really obsessed with oh Am I, am I egotistical? Am I, you know, and I have to say that I, I, at this point, I'm not entirely sure. Well, first of all, the ego itself is really very much survival. It is very much a survival. It is, it is, it seems to be there to protect us to some degree. And so in some ways I have really befriended my ego. I can see it when it comes up and it comes up in different ways in my life. Like, um, 
I notice that my ego comes up when, um, when it seems like somebody is succeeding more than I am. You know, when that seemingly the, this other person seems like, well, this person has, you know, 10,000 subscribers and I have 40. And if you look into that, what is that? And what that is, is, is fear. And so I, I, so then I think about it and I'm like, okay, so I'm feeling fearful. Well, what am I fearing, feeling fearful about? And possibly that everything, every effort I put is for naught. I mean, that's part of it. <laughs> I mean, the other part is like, maybe, maybe everything that I'm saying and everything I believe and everything I am is just debunked and it's not true which I actually don't believe. <clears throat> but, <clears throat> um, but I actually choose to trust in God. So I change my, my focus and I trust in God. I was like, well, you know, I am incredibly grateful for my 40, my 40 followers. <laughs> I'm very grateful for them. Very, very grateful for them. And I don't know what the future holds, if there isn't even a future. I mean, because we actually live, our lives are just consecutive nows. Everything is just a now, 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 you know. And so <clears throat> I, I don't know, except that I'm trying to create it. I'm trying to create it, um, my life and share the creation of my life. But basically, I wanted to, to, so, and, and then, you know, last night when, when nobody had joined, it makes me wonder, like, well, maybe nobody in this voice in my head, well, nobody cares about your content. Nobody cares about it. It is of interest to no one, like, because nobody, like, the very, very few people have actually, you know, um, participated in that. It's brand spanking new. I've only done it for four days to do my my middle of the night meditations live, but, um, but maybe nobody wants to do that. And so, in trying to provide content that would be meaningful to people is and meaningful to me so i have to sort of be true to myself because i'm never going to be when i go on on youtube and i watch the majority of what is out there i would not pay any attention to the majority of it i mean people who have millions of subscribers i have no interest in it whatsoever and and so i I find that part super interesting. Um, the fact that I, that most of what's out there, I have no interest in. Um, and so, well, and then that sort of like makes the pool of possible people that would be interested in my content even smaller. And, and then I sit here and I say, well, does it even matter? Does it even matter? But it sort of does matter in the sense that this is what I do. 
it's sort of what I do. I, um, I really, really want to share what I have grown to understand about the nature of reality. And recently I've been getting like even more so in these that we are we are making it up. It's it's so weird to just sit and really kind of think about our brains and and us and things coming from our intentionality like our desires becoming things like I look around the space that I'm in right now and the the power that the things have become what they are because I of my intentionality or someone else's intentionality to actually build the structure and then for me to you know, it would be great to have such and such here and then me moving it there. But creation comes because somebody had a desire and acted on it and the cooperative components, which is a term that comes from Abraham Hicks, all lined up to make that particular thing happen. And so one of the things that I really wanted to talk about in this podcast is, is that I have this very small circle of people around me and we are, are, you know, my children, my friends, we are checking in with each other. We are all being very, very careful. We are social distancing. We are, um, uh, leaving the house sparingly. Um, in the little town that I live in, there have been very, very few cases, like even in the county. And, and I understand those are people who have been tested. I get all that, but there have been very, very few cases. So the probability of me actually catching this particular virus is fairly small. And then in the middle of the night, I was watching this, this podcast, I mean, this YouTube, I'm not sure exactly how it came on my feed, but, um, and this, this person was, was actually interviewing, I'm not sure how to say his name, but he has been working with the president having to do with this virus. And he was give she was interviewing him and he was giving the lowdown and he was saying, you know, that your typical flu, the mortality rate is like 0.01. And then he was saying, with this, the mortality rate is 1%. And even though it would be really, really better if it was 0.01%, 1% is that there's a 99% chance that you would not catch this thing. And so he was, and he was talking about um, it being, you know, pretty much people sneezing and getting their secretions, but, and also, I guess that they float in the air and that he, you know, it was a very informative um, YouTube and it wasn't horribly frightening. Um, So I enjoyed, I, I thought it was a good thing to watch, but, but I have been really staying off 
I don't watch a lot of television anyway, but I've been really staying out of the thick of of news about this thing and it's sort of like we are having this different experience. This difference of experience of of like really being home and and slowing down. Just really slowing down and being able to do everything with more intentionality. And being able to really take my time to get my packets for my students, um, to get my Zoom channel up, to, um, it has just been so incredibly amazing to have this opportunity to just slow down and not, and I am incredibly, incredibly fortunate to have a job. I'm extremely thankful to have a job where, to my knowledge, I will continue to get a salary. Um, and I, I'm very, very fortunate. And I think, thank God, because there are a lot of people who they don't know what they're going to do. They don't know how they're going to pay their rent. I don't know how the small businesses are going to stay open. And I yesterday I had gone out to get just a few supplies and I just found myself just weeping because it really felt apocalyptical out there. The streets were really quiet. Um, many of the businesses were closed. Um, it was just really, really apocalyptical. And so I, I, but getting back to just even that, like, so I have this little bubble in my house, in my community, in the, the people around me who we're all really doing fairly well. We're doing fairly well. We're teaching remotely where some of my people are actually doing therapies remotely. I have one of my best friends is a speech therapist and she is starting to do therapy remotely. And like we are, we are functioning, we are learning new skills, we are, um, I mean, it has just, and it's been quite a learning curve, I have to tell you, I spend a lot of hours just trying to figure out um, how to do things. <laughs> I'm laughing because I've been having um, some technical issues. It turns out that I'm fairly tech savvy, but sometimes I, I have issues trying to get like supply, like my packets to my students. Cause I've been trying to get everything telephonically, like through email, through zoom, through, you know, so that they don't have to go to the school, that they can stay home and stay safe. And, um, their parents don't have to come to the school. Cause I don't want anybody in my community being at risk. Um, but here's the thing, like, you know, yesterday when I had, had felt this, this feeling of chills come over me, I mean, our credit cards, like our credit cards, you know, have the croup on them. Like I'm just sitting here. I'm like, there's, there's like, you know, so, and then the people who are handing us the bag, like the bag at the grocery store, me touching everything to put it in the bag for my children. 
I mean, if I were infected, like, the, I mean, it's just all around us. And you could really, really go crazy with this thing. You know, we're all walking around with hazmat suits on. I'm not sure if I said that correctly, but we're all like, <laughs> we're all like covered from head to toe with like gear. Um, <laughs> um, but I, so, you know, getting back to like, I think in this podcast, I can't remember, my podcasts are not scripted, so please bear with me. Um, this, you know, sort of waiting to, to kind of like, am I going to get this thing and sort of wanting to just get it over with? Like, um, so yesterday I'm in the car and I'm like, okay, so I have three, I, I, I don't have it. This one option Two, I have it and I'm going to just ride the wave and be okay. And then three, I'm going to die, (laughs) which in my opinion is not the worst thing. I mean, if I die, I die. Like I'm, I don't necessarily want to leave the planet at this time, but so last night in the middle of the night, I really, really just kind of sunk in and had this, this like communion with God and whatever is around me that cares for me, believing angels, you know, sentient beings, family that are not in their bodies, just people around me. And I just had this incredible feeling of them just putting this amazing, like they have me and I am, I I felt this sense of, of change within my body. So I felt like they were working on my body. Our bodies are energy. They're like vibrating. It's just energy. Our bodies are just energy vibration it doesn't seem like it because like when we touch it it feels kind of solid but and our and the molecules of our body go out all the way to eternity I mean they're all touching I've thought about these like really bizarre thoughts I thought about this like this is the weirdest I just don't know where these thoughts come up, but I think about this kind of stuff. Like I thought about like, do, have we ever breathed in the same oxygen that Jesus breathed when he was here on the planet? I've thought about that. Like is everything that we've ever eaten still in our body to some degree, just becoming more minuscule and minuscule, minuscule, but is it all still in our body on some molecular level? I don't know. I just think about the most bizarre things. (laughs) But anyway, I just am so amazed 
at the power of suggestibility and the ability of our brains and our, ourselves to just go unconscious through our day and and not understand that our brain can get hooked in and our body can fall in line with a complete bogus thought. And it's not that I don't think we should be smart and and do our part in protecting ourselves and our loved ones and our neighbors and our community from this this virus, but also just really staying in a level of positivity that we will get through this. And there's a lot of amazing things that are coming out of this. Like, I remember I've been a single mom a lot, many years. I'd been a single mom, and I remember feeling really divided when I had to go to a job. And being able to work from home had been just a complete dream of mine. And it is so amazing to be able to be present for my children and present for the students that I work, that I work with and teach and present for the staff that I, that I am a part of. I'm just incredibly grateful for, um, just the opportunity to be able to to do the things that I normally wouldn't be able to do and really wanting to provide content and I'll see where I'm going to go with that but I appreciate you listening I hope I hope that my the people who listen to my podcast you know, are doing well. I am sending healing energy and love and peace to the planet every day. And I am hearing some success stories. Like yesterday, I I had heard on TikTok a nurse saying that none of their patients died today and she was so happy. <laughs> so... I'm hoping that our prayers and intentions are are meeting the people. And I believe that they are. And so I thank you. I thank you for listening. And I will be back with other ideas. And that's a wrap.